Sync and Desist, a multimedia network. Please enjoy. Sneaker challenge. Sneaker challenge. You have to. I came up with it, so of course you don't. Oh, I thought (laughs) it's not a real thing. I thought it was a real like hashtag. It could be, but in my mind, I made it up. Okay. You buy a new pair of shoes every month. I want new Jordans, so that would be awesome. (laughs) That's January. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. No, it's funny mentioning about like shoe collections because like, um, my like I used to never be into shoes, but now I am. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, literally like I was always into shirts. I had so many shirts, like band shirts galore. So now you have all of my band shirts. <laughs> now I do. You did give me a good bit of your band shirts because. Just an update on my life like I've been moving so it's given me a chance to like look through everything that I have and uh see you know, I, I always try to like get rid of stuff you know, every time I move so um yeah like I really didn't have a whole lot of stuff but I found a whole bunch of shirts that you gave me mm-hmm. and I was like oh yeah <laughs> and I guess like you you stopped wearing those mm-hmm. so yeah, you handed them off to me, and I realized I, I could probably count on one hand how many times I've worn them. To be honest, and I was like, because I one of them you've worn like a lot. That's true. Yeah, that, that color morale shirt. Yes. Yeah, I, lo- I love that shirt too. <laughs> but um, and then the that that Deadpool hat I wore to death last year. Yeah, <laughs> I like I probably wore it to like every podcast that we had. <laughs> So, yeah. I don't know why I was I was such a, a dad hat. Fan. You were known for your dad hats. I was even on, at the other podcasts you were, but only when my hair was longer. But like when after I cut my hair, I haven't been wearing hats as much. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The sneaker challenge. I don't know if I'm gonna go the whole time, but I'm gonna try. I already know I'm getting February. Yeah, I'm, I'm already thinking in March. But <laughs> I was talking to a friend of the show, Kevin. Shout out. Um, he he's he's kind of down. He's like, you know, I have a list of shoes I've been one. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought you meant like he's kind of down. I'm thinking, oh, what's wrong? <laughs> no, we're the sad boys. Yes, right. That's right. No, he's a sad boy from afar, though. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, he he uh, he lives way out west, right? Yeah, he lives in SoCal. We were talking yesterday. Uh, um, might start thinking about this trip to LA. Because mm-hmm. I, I have uh, four weeks of vacation time at work. So I got to use that before I lose it in July. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I, I'm going to travel a lot more. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was another goal that maybe you didn't talk about um, as far as like the, you know, New Year's. Uh, New Year's episode uh, traveling more 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be sick. Like I know I do, but that's kind of a given being in a band. <laughs> so which <laughs> which get to. we are trying to plot a route and uh, we kind of hit a snag. So yeah, we're we're trying to figure something else out. We're we're trying to figure out this tour where we don't go to red states, but <laughs> right. there are a lot around here. <laughs> red states. <laughs> every time, every time that you say that or someone says that, I think about that Kevin Smith movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen all of it. I think I've fallen asleep on it every time because <laughs> I like turn it on at like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, well, like it's on TV. Like it was play. on on demand for a while. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, back when I had cable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You you got rid of that thing, that archaic thing. Yep, <laughs> two years strong, going on <laughs> See, three. That, it's it's streaming now, baby. Streaming. You don't you don't got to do that cable no more. Although a lot of people are saying that, like, <laughs> like remember that the, the thing that was going around was that, like there's so many streaming streaming services, and if you have all of them, you're basically paying the price of cable. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your what's your opinion on that? Or is I guess that'd be assuming that everyone's gonna get every streaming platform there is, which I don't. Like you, I very pick few. and choose though. Like I had Disney Plus only for The Mandalorian, then I dropped it. Mm. And right, then I'll pick it up when uh, Wanda. That's true. It's like when up. you think about the the contract thing, mm-hmm. that aspect of it, it actually still makes more sense, even if it is the same you price. You have to pay a rebate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're you don't have to stick it out, you know, for X amount of months. Like with streaming, you could just you know, quit it. Even Hulu, you can pause your subscription. Nice. Like yeah, if you're just not using it enough for a few weeks there. <laughs> like if you're working as much, much as we are lately. Uh, yeah. Brad just ran down his schedule for the next, <laughs> for yeah, this weekend. It's, next. That's uh, pretty stacked. I'm a full-time manager. I don't work that many hours. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm trying to get that over time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, I guess for me, I guess it still makes sense to get that many streaming services as opposed to cable. Because with cable, I don't know anyone that watches every channel, you know, or, or even even like 50% of the channels. Mm. You know, it's like people have their like, maybe like 10, I guess. Like I would think ish. I, like when I was about to cut the cord, I thought maybe I'm going to, like I, I'm going to miss these shows because they're not on streaming services right now. Nope. None of you remember those shows. <laughs> and like even the shows that do come to like streaming services like later, some of them I still don't even watch. Like Arrow, I'm maybe like two seasons behind. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I'm super behind on all the comic book shows. Like so. Like we've said before, like with all the nerd outrage, like I've like, I don't have like a taste for it anymore. Like I don't well, it, it doesn't plan give on watch you, finishing a lot of this stuff. Right. Like and it's it sucks because like I just remember the way that I was when Spider Man in two thousand two was coming out. Mm-hmm. Like that twelve year old in me was just like 
I, I couldn't contain my excitement. Like sitting in that movie theater, you know, like you're like nervous and excited. You just couldn't wait for that. And then like jaw like dropping, especially like, you know, the third act of the movie. Cause like you're just blown away because you've never seen anything like that. But like, I don't, uh, it sucks because I don't have that anymore for. There are only like two movies well, three combo movies that are coming out this year that has me excited, like, it, which is Birds of Prey, uh, New Mutants, which I was always on board for. Then this recent trailer. Woo. Yeah, it's, it's definitely and, a horror movie. Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah. And like Magic is one of my top three favorite X-Men. So like, I'm extremely excited for to see her. And it's Anya Taylor-Joy, my Hollywood crush. Yep. So. Yep, yep. Two and two. Right. Let's let's go half on a baby. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I can't wait to see your movie. <laughs> <laughs> what? I heard nothing. Um, I'm not as excited about it, but it looks good. Like all those movies look good from the trailer. Uh, like the Morbius trailer dropped. I, I The first time I saw the Morbius trailer, I was like, okay, Sony. Yeah. It, only because I thought it was going to look way worse. And it looks like how it should. It does look for like a how Sony it movie. should. <laughs> and like, hey, you've done worse. Yeah. This is good for you. <laughs> yeah, right. Even if it makes no sense. <laughs> I saw like a lot of people saying like, Jared Leto discovered vampires. <laughs> <laughs> discovered <laughs> like they in the MCU they've never had a vampire <laughs> that's a good point which blade so it's not true yeah right that works well I guess because... they mean <laughs> well they mean in the current era right I guess of, I mean, of superhero movies but blade is in the MCU not Wesley Snipes but because the show is right Mahershala Ali Ooh, cannot wait. He go, he, yeah, okay. I, I'm pretty excited for that, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's... Ugh. That's, there's a lot. There's a lot coming out. Yeah. Some things I'm excited for, some things I'm not as excited for. Um, but I don't know if that's just due to me just growing up. Like, I just don't have that excitement that I... I, like, I, grew up, like, fast, like, within a month of, like, this nerd shit. Like, I'm like... Like, I, I was saying before we even started recording, like, I don't even remember seeing Rise of the Skywalker, but I know I have. Because I have uh, a it's rise receipt. of Skywalker, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> like I don't remember. Like people, whenever people say stuff that's happened in the movie, I don't remember ever that even happening. And I have a very good memory. Don't remember that movie at all. And I remember liking it. Leaving theaters like, oh, are you it sure it's okay? Not, are you sure it's not just a an attention span thing or? Is, is it I just don't interest? care about Star Wars anymore. Yeah. Like, The Mandalorian was dope. Like, there were a few episodes like, okay, this is trash. But when it's not those episodes, it's batting 1,000. Mm-hmm. Like, it was really good, especially, like, yeah. the uh, last few episodes. I feel like, I feel like long-term, like, long-term storytelling is is way more popular than it used to be. And when I say that, I guess I'm not trying to say that, like, obviously TV series have existed forever, but 
they're treated cinematically like movies now and they're just broken up into episodes. So, uh, I mean, even, you know, in the, the recent, uh, you know, hosting of, uh, you know, Ricky Gervais, um, you know, he, he talked about how, uh, regardless of your opinion on his whole speech, you know, um, about Hollywood, he was just saying that like how actors have moved into the, into like Netflix now, like that big time A-list actors are doing that. And, um, like this is kind of the new st- form of storytelling in some ways, I guess is what I'm gathering from that is that yeah. people are jumping ship from theatrical or TV and going into that. It was true detective season one. Like I remember like people saying, Oh my God, like these Hollywood movie actors are leaving movies to do a show, which is like unheard of. Right. Because it used to be where TV actors, if they were, if you were an established TV actor, it was rare that you would break into the movie industry. That was next level. Mm-hmm. And then if a movie actor got into TV acting, that was a sign that their career was ending. Yeah. yeah they're not relevant anymore. And now, like, all of these shows that have A-list actors in them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, not just one. It used to be, like, maybe, like, one, and then the rest are, like, unknowns. But now it's, like, five You'll have five A-list actors in one series. And they'll even give the director uh, opportunities to actors themselves, too. It's it's changing the way the industry is kind of operating, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's creating more opportunities. And it's convenient for the, the viewer to just be able to watch epic movies in segmented form Uh, even quentin tarantino the uh what was the show leonardo dicaprio was in on uh once upon a time in hollywood i forget what it was called it was like bonanza it was like that that cowboy show yeah but it was quentin tarantino is like written like a series (laughs) of that show like 30 minute episodes (laughs) got you yeah yeah that that was the um it's it's funny because like me and uh, my family we saw um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood together a masterpiece and we we were talking about you know westerns in general and stuff because I mean that's what my my parents generation and grandparents generation they grew up with that like that was kind of like the original you know extended universe you know because there was there were crossovers. There were multiple like sequels or, you know, Elseworld stories, you know, you know, they spinoffs and all of that um, into movies and series. Like it was just like for, I don't know, a good 10 to 20 years of just like them just like putting out so much Western content and uh, it, like an oversaturation of that market. And so a lot, a lot of people like those type of movies that was their comic book movie. That was their nerd thing, you know? And now we have, you know, ever since the 80s, you know, yeah, 70s and 80s, ever since like uh, Star Wars and Star Trek and all that, like just kept getting bigger and bigger. It created its own genre of space operas. So 
now we have comic book movies that kind of combine like everything, you know, action, adventure, Western, sci-fi, all that stuff. So now we're kind of in an, a new, like oversaturated era of nerddom, but I don't know what that, you know, is that detrimental to the movie yeah. industry? Yeah. You think it's kind of like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like we only ever have box office. I mean, big blockbuster movies. Mm. Yeah, and it, I guess oversaturation. Right. Like what, um, we're talking about this earlier. What was the movie that just came out that like, oh, it's uh, Doolittle. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean. And they, it did little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you know, they, I think I heard they paid him like, they probably paid him like twenty million dollars or something to do it. No, that'd be. I heard. I don't know if that was real or confirmed. For Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I, or maybe like that was just somebody making movie. a number. Uh, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, um, so I listen to too many podcasts. I don't, I don't <laughs> even, I, I've like almost not listened to music in a long time. <laughs> oh damn! Uh, I don't know about that on my end, but. <laughs> But like, uh, yeah, that, that sucks that this is now another movie that recently came out that has made like no money, that, that all the budget has gone to like the actors. I want to say like, it only, <clears throat> I want to say it only made like a few million dollars. Yeah. Same for Charlie's Angels. So it's like, like, is this going to keep happening? You know, is this, is this another reason why people are jumping ship to the streaming because like it's you can guarantee more viewership and money that way than a lot of theatrical release. I mean, not that there's not a place for theatrical releases. It's just, they're going to have to start strategizing differently. Like some of these movie companies have to look at these movies and consider, okay, does this have the right formula to make money in the theater? Does this have the right formula to make money just going straight to a streaming service? Mm -hmm. It's like um, Ava DuVernay. Mm -hmm. She has Arrow, I think it, Air, Array, or yeah, Array, which is her distri distribution company where she takes super independent movies that don't even have like any kind of distribution and like she gets them like on maybe in a small theatrical release or they, she gets it on like streaming service on like Netflix or wherever. So this independent movie that probably no one would had ever had a chance to see will be able to see it because that company gets it distri distributed, distributed. <laughs> and, but I, I want to go back to like when we had like that renaissance for independent movies mm -hmm. where like people were excited for A24 movies. Like yes. people still are, but like A24 is like that independent company that everyone's eyes are, are on where like for a while it was nothing but blockbuster, blockbuster, blockbuster. And then like people, at the end of the year when people are like, here are my top 10. And then like someone like me comes and has like 
none of the blockbusters on it. These super small movies, like that, finally built up of enough people, and like the um, independent movies that were made for like two million dollars are making like so much money. Like it follows was one of those movies where it was an independent movie, and it got in theaters and everyone saw it and like people to this day are still talking about it whether it was a good movie or not people are still talking about it because it, it was one of those movies and like we I, I just want to go back to where we focused and paid attention to the smaller movies more than we do these big movies because like with people hate to see it but Steven Spielberg was right about the um, uh, comic book movies going the way of the Western because it is starting to happen more yeah, and more every year. That's pretty year. much what, yeah, yeah. My my point was from earlier is that like it it kind of it's, it starts collapsing on itself because there's too too Marvel many. will be all right, but everyone else. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Even that could reach a plateau or something at some point i mean like i'm sure it's gonna have some bumps in the road yeah after end game because it's gonna take a long time to get back to that right to get that kind of hype and like build up to that point again mm -hmm. yeah it's true but it's it's always been that way with the comic book industry too it's been there's been years where it's kind of you know like a dry season dc almost bought marvel that's insane. Yeah. Could have been one company. And then what would have been the competition? Image Comics? <laughs> it should be. Yeah, right. <laughs> but like, yeah, even the same with music. I feel like right now I'm very focused on supporting like, you know, the lesser known artists than, you know, the, the big pop artists. You know, I do listen to some of the, really popular artists but for the most part i'm very avid about supporting my independent music you know the one the ones that only sell you know 200 tickets you know it shows some even less you know and um like i mean that's kind of the industry that that you and i have been a part of anyways is we've always been involved in the more independent or like you know more minor record label kind of music um, and then not even just music, but like artists in general, like I'm always trying to support, you know, my friend's art or, you know, the art of independent creators because like they could elevate to that point, you know, to, to break out and like be a, be a success, like and pass a threshold. So, but you, you have to feed into that, you know, so they, they can't make it without people such as us to to listen and tune in so yeah like we can't do it without you guys so like listen and tune in <laughs> right <laughs> and share <laughs> you won't see it enough <laughs> no but share <laughs> do you sharing is caring <laughs> i went there <laughs> he did and i'm going to pivot uh, <laughs> 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 no but but like that's like like you said like that's where we are mm -hmm. and like 
it's like you got to carry like those fundamentals that you came up with when you finally do crack. Like, I mean, break. Like, <laughs> do crack. <laughs> hey, man, everyone's doing it. <laughs> um, like, that's where we are. Like, we are those independent creators. And like, when we finally do break and we are selling and we are like, your music is like selling and you are selling out shows. And like, when like we're making movies that are like selling out a couple show times a day, opening weekend, like then we'll still, because we've been doing this for so long that we'll still have those fundamentals. Like this is where we're from. Like you can't forget where you're come, those where you roots, come from, you know, right. like, like, like we were talking about before we started recording, like I, I would be okay if I never made a comic book movie. As long as I get to make movies, I'm happy. Right. Like I, like the wrestler is one of my favorite movies of all time. I want to make movies like that. Like that movie changed how I saw movies. Like, I just want to tell small and intimate stories and have shaky handheld footage. Yeah. I love, I love, um, more character driven movies. Yeah. And like Darren Aronofsky is one of my favorite directors. And I always forget the, the, um, cinematographer's name, but like, she's one of my favorite cinematographers and she did Creed. So like, <laughs> like she's changed the way I, uh, look at cinematography. Hmm. That movie has forever changed me. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm the same way about about music. It's like I know once I reach that point, I'm still going to, you know, really like uplift people that are below me. As far as success goes, you know, like I'm not, I don't want to like forget where I'm at. And I know a lot of people do. A lot of people kind of seem to forget that and they just, they become another person as they get more fame, but I want to be different. I want to be the the one that doesn't forget mm-hmm. where he came from and, you know, and, and it really is, it's the little things sometimes, you know, it's just the, the, you know, even if it's just like sharing someone's art, you know, to, to your audience, even for a split second, it's like that, that helps elevate the other person. And even just from a self-esteem standpoint too, it's like, whoa, that's crazy that someone on that level actually cares about my shit, you know? So, um, yeah. Take what you will. Yeah. Hopefully you take this podcast to the top. <laughs> That's right. We're counting on y'all. Yeah. All right. We won't forget you. Don't we leave us hanging. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like yesterday I was just throwing around ideas like on Inst- the Instagram stories and like we were talking like before we started recording like there there's some trolls on my Instagram stories. Oh yeah, totally. With the polls like just a simple yes or no. If you know what sync and assist is, answer. If you don't, don't. Because <laughs> a lot of people that don't even follow sync and assist were answering. But like I was throwing around ideas like, do, should we do more live streams? Should we do uh, have a Discord? Should we, like, what should we do to build this, the audience and the community of sync and assist? Like, we, we are crowdsourced. 
not funded. We're crowdsourced. Yep. And like, we can't do it without you. <laughs> Don't make us so do it without you. So please give us that input. Give us that feedback. Yes. Yeah, yeah we're, tr- we're, we're trying to figure out some new... Um, tactics. Yeah, tactics. That's a good word. Definitely. Because like, we just, we want to do more, you know, keep doing what we're doing, but we want to add to it. Mm-hmm. You know, as we said in our last video, like building out, building, building out that network and yeah. trying different things. Add some zeros to it. Exactly. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because like this is year three, this podcast. I want this oh, year yeah. to we're be... entering year three. I was like, what? Oh yeah. Entering yeah. year three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want this year to be, I need be, to be something. It needs be something to slap. vicious. It needs to slap. Yeah. Or we will. Because I will still show up to your doorstep. <laughs> no, but uh, thank you all for stopping by and listening to this week's episode of Sync and Assist. And we will catch you next time. Later. <laughs> I did it. <laughs>